Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ranyogi Diaries. This is your host Santosh Shiva. Over the last 2 years I've had the privilege of talking to some amazing people, day-to-day people who are on an extraordinary journey of well-being through endurance sports. I hope you took some possibility back into your lives, took some action and maybe some inspiration to perspire. In the house today is Shahjan Samal, someone whose story is inspirational, you're going to love it. Someone who struggled with weight and unhealthy lifestyle and took upon himself to make some very drastic changes that has led him to where he is today, to becoming an ultra runner. In addition, he not only takes care of himself but is out to evangelize the benefit of a healthy lifestyle focused on well-being and joy to everyone else let's dig in and get behind the scenes of this amazing story hey shahjan welcome to run yogi diary thank you so much thank you so much santosh uh, it's a pleasure to have you uh, on the show you know you you've had uh, you've uh, been in a, a fascinating journey of self discovery uh, through fitness and endurance so we have a lot to learn and talk about today um but uh, let me uh, take a stab at uh, you know maybe uh, giving an introduction to you to the audience here um you know you are someone who, who's been on this journey for about 10 years now uh someone who thought of uh, himself as overweight at some point you know uh, took on with vengeance uh, to become fit and athletic and anyway long story short in the last 10 years you've done many uh, long distance runs uh, you've done ultras you've journeyed yourself in ultras and also taken on uh, evangelizing uh, you know lifestyle uh, you know good useful healthy lifestyle for for everybody you know you have a youtube channel you you talk about it regularly you know you I see you're very active on twitter uh, spreading the message so it's just not been about you but you're also you know out to uh, impact this into the world uh, you are a father a husband uh, got two lovely daughters and you know what currently live in pune and noida you work as a chief revenue officer in a leading brand edtech brand in india did i miss anything no no it's perfect oh, great so um so obviously we are here to get behind the scenes uh, about uh, who you are and how you got about uh, you know in this journey uh, shahjan so maybe we should do a bit of a flashback and uh, uh, roll back the time machine a little bit and uh, go back to where it all started and why you know like why did you suddenly decide to uh, start running and explore fitness so i was i had a sales job so uh, i started working at the age of 16 years doing bits and pieces jobs then i graduated from st xavier's college calcutta and i had a college in the morning so college used to get over by 9:40 and cs was something which i enjoyed so i after college mm. i used to work with tata press yellow pages i got my big break with mrf tires baptism by fire i went to agra when i was around 22 23 years and then i grew through the ranks in two and a half years i got promoted to 
middle manager in MRF tire, which one of the fastest promotion in MRF's history. So I had a throughout mm. throughout sales job, and that uh, mm. job, you know, uh, took me to a lot of places. I traveled across geographies extensively, and I used to travel twenty five days a month across really wow. ex- uh, across Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh, Chhattisgarh, and then I came to Kerala. I was the youngest regional head of Jacket Tires, two thousand five. And I had a traveling job. So in Kerala, I just went berserk. So I used to have mm. parotta and beef fry and chicken fry and all <laughs> those stuff. When I was around 33, 34 years, that's when I all hell broke loose. And mm. I never was conscious about uh, anything about health, and I never knew anything about sustainable, healthy lifestyle. So I was just eating. Mm. So uh, to my heart's content, and if and I found solace in uh, food, I thought food is a uh, you know the. The comfort. I mean, the reassurance mm. always you seek in food. So after a long hard right. work uh, or traveling across Kerala, I find comfort in food, and that made me happy. And I used mm. to have all junk food, all aerated drinks. I never smoked or never never took liquor because that was uh, central mm. to my principle. So I didn't smoke and didn't drink. But eating was all all over the place. So one fine morning, when I was around thirty-seven years plus, off the fly, I thought I should just go for a run. And to my utter dismay and bewilderment, I found out that I could run only hundred meters, and I was gasping and panting for breath. So and you just decided to run randomly, 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 just like that, randomly, yeah, oh, off the fly. No, off the no fly. motivation, nothing, nothing like no trigger, off, nothing, nothing, just off the fly. So I had a pair of, uh, uh, you know, just a pair of. Uh, old shoes lying there, so I just wore it and ran. Mm. And I was just surprised that yeah, I don't have any stamina. And th- I thought to myself, this is grossly unfair. This is not right. This is not done. So <laughs> okay. next day I mustered some more courage and I then ran some more. So I could run one fifty meters, and I was ninety, ninety-two, ninety-three kgs. So I was tipping over the scales, uh, and my BMI was well, well above the recommended. Uh, But standards. did that bother you? Did that bother you? No. At that I point? was never conscious about it. No, before before the run, I was never conscious. I thought I was the smartest guy. Okay. And uh, coolest coolest guy. Now, when I look back at those pictures, I really find it amusing that how I thought myself as a, as a, as a rock star. Hmm. But uh, when I ran and I found that my stamina is a um, lot to be desired, I was uh, very worried because I was. I think I think when we are young. When we are young, we also take uh, pride in the fact that we can eat more than uh, we need to, yes. right? Uh, I remember yes, yes. back when uh, when we were te- early late teenagers, uh, we used to take bets on how many uh, fulkas we can consume yeah, yeah. in one sitting. Yes, you know we used to take yes. that. We used to take pride 100%. in that, right? Hundred, hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think uh, see the 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 common sort of uh, perception is that. Till thirty-eight, kudrat hapka khyal rakhega. It means nature uh. will take care of you, and from thirty you need to be careful. But I think it's age agnostic now. Health is now age agnostic. Mm. It has got nothing to do with age. The earlier the better. You cultivate painless good habits that will pay mm. you rich dividends throughout your entire life, and not only it improves the length of your life, it also improves the depth of your life, and that is extremely important. And were you and were you somebody who was an active kid when you were growing up in school and See, college? I no? was. I was always an introvert. I was a backbencher mm. in in school, and uh, I lacked con- confidence, so I couldn't look into people's eyes and strike a conversation. In fact, I remember vividly that whenever my friends came home, I used to hide in the bathroom and tell my mom that I am not there. 
<laughs> so <laughs> really <laughs> yeah yeah but i played a lot of fun fun sport like hand cricket football yeah. and we used to kick the kick the person on more than the ball uh, i mean all this fun fun type of school game i never right. excelled in anything hmm. in, in academics also i i bloom late i mean uh, till class 10 i mean i got good marks in class 10 i got a good marks but in 11th i started picking up academically but sports hmm. i played i dabbled here and there but i never excelled in anything i mean i didn't find okay. my I didn't find that as a something you know where I can could excel. Hmm. Okay. Terrific. So coming back, you're at you're at age thirty six, thirty seven. You did this hundred meters and were gasping for breath. And then what happened? So then I started showing up every day in my in my just that ordinary pair of shoes and my normal shorts. I showed up every day and I started to put in the extra effort. So that one hundred uh, meters then became one kilometer, two kilometer. All that point I was running with an overweight on ninety two, ninety three kgs. So mm. until forty, I could do ten kilometer. And I first participated in competitive running in TCS World Ten K two thousand twelve. If my memory serves me right, I managed to complete the race with uh, great satisfaction. I could mm. finish in a very modest one hour twenty seven minute, and I was uh, still seven kilometer like. Fun and then walk, jog, walk, jog. Somehow I finished the finish line, and that was like a great thing for me because I managed to do ten kilometer. Hmm. And then, uh, uh, so five, the ten kilometers happening to a to a combination of run, jog, walk. It was never like okay. it, it, it never fluent in that. So, so to my best time till the age of forty one, one ten uh, kilometers, one hour five minute, one hour four minute. Hovering hmm. around that mark, but the age of forty years and my weight still remains status quo. So at the age of forty, this is like years, three years. This is over years. three years. Use mm. yeah. okay. Yeah, over three years, ten kilometers did not have the guts to graduate from ten to anything beyond that. But the age of forty years. Um, so, so the anecdote which I have is that which will also help the uh, listeners is that so when I was doing my ten k, I used to come see people coming. After doing twenty-one cases, they used to cross the other side, mm. and I used to just wonder, mm. yeah, I'm struggling to do ten k, and these guys are like super incredible. They're doing twenty-one k, and they're running twenty-one k. I mean, hats off to these people. So mm. I did not have the mental sort of uh, wherewithal to to jump anything over ten because it scared the daylights out of me. So I just mm. kept it at ten. But at the age of forty years. I made this audacious commitment. So the difference mm. between promise and commitment is a promise you make to the world, commitment you you make to yourself. Mm. So I made this audacious uh, commitment that hook, line, sinker, whatever it takes, I am going to transition into a long distance runner. Mm. And this was like a far-fetched dream, nothing on the radar because I am struggling to do 10k and I have this audacious commitment. To do forty, I mean, to do this ultra at the age of forty, when most people resign to the fate and say, "Yeah, ho gaya, bas sab khana khana hai, enjoy karna life." So, so, so uh, one thing, one thing, uh, I'd love to get a little bit more, uh, you know, insight on uh, Shahjan is why, because is it is it like a, a kind of midlife crisis? Was it a midlife crisis for you? Like, there's a joke that goes around that uh, you know, when you're in midlife, uh, either you can buy. 
uh, an expensive car uh, you know or or you can have a <laughs> extra marital affair or you can start running you know there's a joke <laughs> <laughs> running is a, running is the cheapest form of uh, dealing with midlife crisis so was it something like that for you because it seems like uh, you know when you started uh, running randomly the 100 meters there was uh, no specific trigger it was just random but there seems to be something behind the scenes that's driving uh, your your foray uh you're wanting to push uh so uh, what what was that is was it just the fact that you were getting 40 and you say hey you know my life is coming to uh, <laughs> some form of midlife what was it so i think uh, till 40 years i mean that especially that period between 35 to 40 i was like a ship without a radar uh, mm. so i was drifting aimlessly i mean, there was no purpose in my life no okay. i mean the, the the job was going on fine it was autopilot sort of a job so i had to mm. just you know just uh, the job was also fine it was good job and i was just going through the motions i mean just get go through the motion and your mm. life just keeps going without ma- you making any clear impact so at the age of 40 i thought i have too much i have a lot more to offer than this so i wanted to push yeah. myself to discomfort because i always knew that the on the other side of discomfort is greatness and mm. for me to discover that greatness and for me to discover that magic i have to dive deep into the unknown so i Got made up some strong bold decisions i moved to mumbai i knew that i wanted to make things tough for me so i stayed in a slum for 3 4 wow. months i slept on the hard floor there was no amenities in the in the in the house there was no kitchen i mean there was a kitchen but just for the sake of it but there was no fridge mm. there was no bed there was no tv nothing so i went to that old monk style where you make things difficult for yourself and in 3 months uh, with lot of determination and will power because it takes 90 days to you know to, to cultivate a strong uh, sustainable habit and mm. then um, i managed to reduce 21 kg straight straight off from there and then yeah, let, let's, and then let's pause i started there. to ramp up the mileage let's pause there that that's a fascinating that's a fascinating Uh, aspect of your journey right so it seems like what i'm hearing is life uh, you know you you kind of hit a block or a wall uh, in in enjoying or mm-hmm. experiencing purpose or joy in life and there was something missing right. and then you went on this journey right, right. Uh, of of seeking you know it seems like you were in a journey of looking to see hey what else is out there Uh, i'm comfortable uh, making decent money i'm married i have kids everything is settled whatever you as aspired for when you were probably 16 18 years old is now all done and then you're like right. what next right and it seems like that's what's been right. the drive for you and um, it's also fascinating that you chose to do a, a you know take on a monk like lifestyle live in the so what was your what was your uh, family uh, reaction to this you know when you were uh, when you took on something like this so bad at that point of time of course they were thinking i am i was not serious about this uh-huh. just i'm just kidding about it okay. so then you have to bind the family and uh, there is a lot of trade off happening which happens so right. the trade off you have to uh, because life is not like uh, i mean if you want to get something you have to make some trade offs so i made some mm. trade offs i managed to get the buy in from the family and i was pretty serious about this that look this is serious i mean i'm it's not mm. just i want to try it out but i want to be i want to be successful at this attempt so you have this deep yeah. conversations with family and then they uh, they see your point of view only in hindsight you know whether this is working this is working or not 
Uh, at that yeah. point of time, you just go for whatever your heart tells you. You just go for it. And I also uh, had a lot of deep inner conversation with myself. Mm. And I think that running also gave me that uh, avenue to mm. have this deep conversation. Because what we miss is that we are so we are so uh, you know caught up with this with this you know with this aim of making other people happy or mm. think or thinking about what others feel, think about us that we seldom think about us or we know ours we don't know our true mm. potential okay mm-hmm. we so we have to so to, to tap into our inner potential and to harness and optimize our potential we have to we have to push our limits so we have to push mm. ourselves to struggle okay mm-hmm. and only when you push yourself to struggle you will you will find the real you and every single person who is listening to your show santosh i must tell you that all of us have been dealt with the same hand and mm-hmm. we are special and the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is a little bit extra so yeah. we all feel that we are at 100% of our potential and we can't do much further than this but i can tell you after 9 years of running that I believe that I'm at forty percent of my potential. There's so much more to offer. I'm still work in progress. I'm still learning the ropes. Mm-hmm. Still trying to, you know, interact with people. Try to go behind uh, the science of how some great athletes they're performing and get into their minds. So every mm-hmm. single day you're trying to learn. You're trying to discover yourself. You're trying to maximize your potential. Right. No, makes sense. So rolling back, right? I think, uh, but but also in your case, it's not uh, running happens to be a, a you know kind of a physical expression of what you were trying to do. That that I, I get that, but uh, the fact that you uh, took on three months of a monk-like lifestyle, right, uh, uh, is a is a very it's a a big change. It's a big it's a drastic change of um, it's almost like somebody deciding to say, hey, I'm you know donning uh, you know uh, a robe and becoming a monk or something like that and um, uh, so that's fascinating and and what about did you did you continue to work during that time or did you yeah. work, take a break or I, okay no no i was working during that time but i was very much clear that i will i will leave office by 6 o'clock hmm. so i used to leave sometimes some days i had to travel out but that was okay but i i i negated my travel so i reduced my travels and i was very clear that after 6 i'll go at 7 pm i used to be asleep i used to be fast asleep because of one this was in the slums somewhere in the slums yeah slums right? yeah so the, mm, so, the wow. so the so i knew that uh, i i moderated my food i knew i stopped taking dinner so i mm. wanted to make things harsh for myself i was experimenting i i never yeah, knew how yeah. things would pan out uh, yeah. but i was experimenting and i knew the best way to kill hunger is to go and sleep mm. because if you are awake and if you and if and i should never buy anything and keep in my house so there's nothing so in the middle of the night i used to wake up with hunger but i only be, i had only a bed sheet to swallow nothing else was there and a, gla- and a glass of water so i would drink it and go mm. back to sleep so slowly by slowly that that i embraced that new sort of lifestyle i looked and you were alone i was alone you, you, i was you were alone no oh, yeah. okay so I was, you i mean your your wife and kids were pune you know, back back in pune okay yeah yeah wow yeah. Wow, that is that is amazing. Uh, that's a huge, great. So, so you did this, and I, you know, you lost weight, and you were beginning to run. Um, yeah, let's get back into your story. What then? What happened? So, I took a, a massive leap of faith and signed up for Airtel uh, Delhi Half Marathon, which is twenty-one mm. kilometers. And uh, 
at the start line i had lot of uh, anxious i was anxious i was stressed out uh, i was not sure whether i would complete 21 km so i had some nail biting moments so till the 15 km i managed to just keep going and 15 km instead of walking and jogging and things like that but i managed to cross the finish line in a very modest timing of 2 hour 47 minutes nothing to boast mm. of now but in retrospect i think that has been my springboard uh, to to elevate my game and i remember very very clearly that i wore that medal the run was in delhi i took a flight and came back i wore that medal and came to office and the whole mm. day i was wearing that medal <laughs> and every single person in the office even the office boy i kept showing the medal see this is a medal i thought i thought finishing the 21 km was like it's a big deal yeah so i was very happy as over the moon because that 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 even though i finished only in 2 or 47 minute but that was the turning point or the defining moment in my life where i feel that human potential is infinite i mean if i can yeah. do that 21 km from a very fat obese guy so there yeah. is more things uh, on on the radar and this was 2000 what what year are we talking about 2015 16 that period mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right okay so you you got your half marathon done uh, and then the long distance run bug hit you yeah, yeah. right yeah then i went and, and straight away mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah, then yeah. i went ahead, straight away when i went straight away i didn't do full i went to, i went to do goa ultra 50 kilometers i signed up for that mm. straight away i jumped leap frogged over there and i was very worried that you know this is a big thing i mean doubling myself and my family also came to goa and they thought i will come dead but uh, fortunately i came alive to the surprise of everybody <laughs> so i well, did well, that you, you came back from bombay <laughs> after that 3 months uh ascetic lifestyle you took uh, and you survived that so i guess <laughs> by now they should have gotten used to it <laughs> yeah 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 but that was a small run this was like 50 in the scorching sweltering heat of goa on the beach so i did 50 kilometers in 7 hours and that is a time when i had this strong belief and faith in me that yeah this is possible this is fun mm-hmm. pushing your boundaries is fun so from there it's i just i mean i went to stadium run i did 84 and from there there has been no looking back mm. so got it i think it it so something popped for you right something kind of popped in your um, in your just in your whole being that uh, which 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 kind of it was it's almost like you know you're going uh, a train going and then you unhook one of the bogies and there's a separation of what happened in the past and you suddenly create this new realm uh, and your life changes fundamentally right uh, and that that's that's fascinating so right. how did all this change uh, who you as a person i mean one is uh, of course you you started getting healthy and you've lost weight now you you know signing up for new races but what about you as a person as a as a professional as a you know uh, as a family person how did it change you there so it gave me a new perspective about life um, i became more humble and running is a metaphor for staying grounded so I never start. I never. I stopped getting carried away with small wins and quick wins. I mm. believe that life is uh, life as you have to enjoy the failure and success both. So I never take success to the head and failure to the heart. So my composure is now much better. 
uh, I'm mm. much more well mannered. I mean, earlier I used to uh, uh, snap at the slightest mm. uh, trigger, but now I retain my composure. I believe that you cannot control somebody's reaction, but you can control your response to their reaction. So it has made me mm. more uh, more uh, grounded, and I understand that uh, you know, uh, uh, understand that you know you have to be a good person at the end of the day. Okay, that's that's important, and you have to you have to radiate joy to people. So running is uh, running for me is like liberating. It mm. uh, allows me to express myself. All my breakthrough ideas have come through running. When I'm with myself, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of tranquility, so I keep talking to myself. And uh, it has made me a much better person professionally. My career has taken off after that because mm. I became more confident. I started to apply the analogy and the various facets of running into my work. So, mm. so if you look at strategy from an organization standpoint, and you look at running, uh, ultra running, marathon, I mean, there's a lot of takeaways from ultra running because even even in even corporate CEOs or CEOs say that life is not a journey. I mean, not a sprint, but a marathon, right? This is the mm. most commonly used line. Right. But very few people have run that. <laughs> the people who say. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Uh, so what, what I'm trying to get a, a, a glimpse on, uh, Shajan, in your case, see, you were, you were already, um, you started your work very early. I, I get that. You know, like 16, 17, you're working. Uh, for 20 years, you've been working. And... Right. Uh, you were already doing well. You were successful. There was something that made you already a successful person, right? Um, and and so this this change, this sudden change of uh, lifestyle, uh, how did how did that change anything at all for you, uh, specifically, right? Uh, uh, at home or at work, like you said, you were you were probably uh, short tempered or you were snappy right. before. Right, right. Um, so, but how did running impact that? You know, having more compassion for another person. So, running actually makes you realize that you know that um, that is always good to you know stay in the moment. So, what I discovered mm. with long distance running, ultra running, when I'm running 24 hours, 34 hours, in one moment you, it can be euphoric, in another moment it can be agony, one moment it can be ecstasy, mm. other moment it can be really painful. So I realized mm. that it's about staying in the moment. And as human beings, uh, we tend to uh, look too forward or we start looking too backward and then try to have this sense of, you know, that fear or this sort of uncertainty, what is going to happen to my future. So running mm. allowed me to stay in that moment and not think too ahead of time. And most of the problems yeah. which we think are problems which do not exist at all. So that's mm. a that's a biggest problem to worry about problems which are not there. We get worried. So running mm. is mm. something which allows me to that just take the next step. Right. Just take the okay. next step. So when you hit the roadblock, when you know and your body is completely fatigued, you're just focusing on the next step and the and the next mile mini milestone. So career-wise, also my planning also happened like that. I I started to detach myself from outcomes. Only mm. I was outcome focused. If I do this, I have to get this result. But then I started enjoying the process. I broke it down into 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 micro process and started mm-hmm. to enjoy that process and I knew that if you if you follow that process structured and then married to that process the outcome will take care of itself. That's that's wonderful. I think that's a great uh, insight. I think your uh, the, the the fact the fact that you're talking about you know being in the staying in the moment and I think no matter how successful how much you've accomplished 
you're right right uh, anxiety is a part of uh, everyone's life no matter how well you're doing or uh, right. because there are just these imaginary worries and of different kinds for different people right. of different kinds right and and you right. to your point staying in the moment just focusing on the next step is a very powerful metaphor that that uh, i i can i can relate to that that that's fantastic so uh, that that's terrific so you know so your lifestyle has changed now you've started running uh, now you're you kind of get on got into ultras and um, and then more recently you started uh, running some really extreme ultras right uh, especially higher elevation right. and you don't live in a higher elevation region right. so uh, right how did that happen and tell us a little bit about that so all ultra runnings are like chalk teas and coal they're all different in nature so if you're running a ultra on the road the preparation is very different and so always like the mountains because a mountain always makes you realize that you are a speck of sand you are inconsequential you are relevant you are small so once mm-hmm. in a while everybody should go to a mountain and bow down to the mountain because they are so mighty and they are so captivating that you feel like you are just like very small so always love to go to the mountains i always love uh, nature i love to express myself in nature because uh, it it brings out the really best in you and you can get to see such beautiful places so i uh, during the covid i was uh, preparing for la ultra and so i had mm. to qualify for garhwal runs so garhwal runs i did uh, 74 kilometers from dehradun to dalhousie in 10 hour 49 minutes and the cut off was 11 it was a very steep run because you're running uh, on a elevation elevated route so it was a, so so you don't have such sort of uh, opportunity to run in pune but i used to go to siagarh fort hmm. in a month i used to go twice and i prepared very hard on siagarh rajgarh fort and i used to i had to leave morning at 3 o'clock because uh, that fort is around 40 kilometers from my house so a lot of hard work i did i had a coach who helped me immensely lieutenant colonel romil help me a lot mm. in in stabilizing my heart rate because in long distance runners running heart rate can be a limiting factor particularly in a, in an elevated zone so mm. i did that specific preparation for specific garhwal and i managed to finish that and recently on june 20th i finished rotang epic which is basically run from uh, manali it starts off at 9:30 pm in the night and you have to finish in 16 hours so you go from manali and go to rotang where the temperatures go up in minus and it's again 14000 feet and oxygen levels are below 50% so wow. i finished the race in 13 hour 10 minute uh, which is like 3 hours before the cut off time and that race i uh, try to acclimatize myself by going to manali few days in advance and then doing for long walks and treks and things like that I, essentially i also tell people the best to try, discover a place or a new city is by foot Mm. rather than taking a taxi so so that sort of acclimatization i did but i was always confident of running in 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 a cold climate in in those sort of environment that sort of environment really brings the best out of you because you are prepared to the t so so the so the submission to the audience is that uh, uh, when you are going for you know i all to do runs acclimatization is central i mean you cannot you cannot go there one or two days before that and run mm. you have to go 15 days in advance you have to prepare there acclimatize there and you have to accept nature because nature is extremely unpredictable in one moment it there can be snowfall or there can be an avalanche and you cannot prepare for those circumstances no matter how good a trainer you are i mean runner mm. you are you have to go there accept it 
and if you feel that things are getting too difficult and you are you are not able to cope up with it best is to accept that because there is going to be another day and another time so that you are right. you have to make that quick decision so it's important so how, how was was it was was this particular run uh, uh, in in manali uh, specific, how did it go for you were there any specific uh, challenges you had to obstacles a, you had to deal with it was a very very tough it was a very very tough run and uh, mm. uh, so we had to strategize that run so i had to ensure that every every hour my calorie intake was on point so i used okay. to have 30 gram of carb loading every every uh, hour so i had to strategize that so i had to carry my gel so everything was properly strategized to the t so hmm. there were intermediate cut off points so i ensured that i was well within that cut off point but in rotang things turned turtle extremely cold weather and i could not even move my hands and mouth because body went numb and it was wow. very difficult okay. for me to even open my hydration you know jacket to get water because my hands had all went really numb so that was really some uh, bone bone chilling moment for me but then we hung in deep i mean because of the experience you have of running so many long distances so one thing is that i managed to leverage my mind and condition my mind well because body has only finite capacity at some point of time it caves in but the mind then takes over the mind then controls your body and the body becomes subservient to the mind so always i have i have a lot my my strength is always in i physically i may not be uh, the best i have a lot of to improve but mentally i think i am right there because mentally you have to be at strong i mean you have to be like a sure. bull yeah sure i mean you started your career your journey uh, spending 3 months in the slum so uh, obviously you trained your mind very well yeah. but coming back to this uh, race uh, so you you when you deal dealt with this cold situation uh, how did you uh, get back your body temperature back so that you could be functional so one thing you have to uh, be careful cognizant is about your heart rate so once your heart rate hmm. really jumps uh, so i was ensuring that my heart rate is around 130 134 ppm so once your heart rate jumps over then it becomes very difficult for you to control it then you are basically playing catch up so you have to okay. ensure that there are there are stretches in that in that terrain where you have to walk and you have to walk i mean you you can't mm-hmm. run over there so you have to be cognizant about that so you should know exactly when to accelerate when to consolidate when to lower your pace so because the strategy was well drawn on the paper and i was very mm-hmm. clear that this is my race plan so at no point of time i was getting carried away i knew i could cover up so from so the first so the first was really tough and then i uh, once i finished rotang then i ran so i ran the uh, most of the distance but the uphill we we have to be cognizant and we have to walk slow so i knew that it's it's it's, it's a matter of few stretches so that again that thing that take the next step the next step and the next step i need to play well within your limitation because there is a tendency where you feel that look i can really you know uh, push myself but then that's the plan which you made on the paper you have to execute that plan you can't do anything out of plan until unless mm. there is a there is something which is unprecedented so i managed to follow that plan which i made so my mm. submission to the audience is that understand the route map and we had the gps we loaded the route map onto our mobile and we studied the route map to the t i went through a lot of videos so i made my own sort of a research so i did the planning well so the planning so in 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 i zones 
and in high altitude and in long distance running, your planning has to be perfection. Because if you don't plan well, uh, it's very difficult for you to really, you know, to right. finish yeah. that run. Yeah, I get that. But but I still, uh, I'm still wondering, how did you deal uh, that part? Uh, tell us, like you, you are, I get the plan part. Now, plans can sometimes go awry, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, environment is not in your control. A lot right. of things can, like you said, can be a snow sometime, avalanche sometime. In this case, the, your hand froze. Right, uh, right. So sometimes plans, uh, the best of plans. So you have to adapt, right? In some right, right. So how did you? Uh, so tell us how did you deal with that situation where your hands froze and you were not open opening the bottle? How did you yeah. deal with that? What did you do? So, what did you do so to happened, get your body temperature back? So what happened when I went? So once we reached Rotang, as we are climbing up to Rotang, so the your face goes like this, hmm. goes like this, turns on, it turns on one side and it's like it's it's like frozen. I mean you. There's mm-hmm. no movement over. It's become numb. Yeah. So what mm. happened? You can panic. You can press the panic mm. button, and then you it can like it can have no. Uh, it can spiral into unimaginable proportions. Mm. But for me, because my mind is so strong that I know that, so mm. I I distract myself. So what I was trying to do, okay. I was trying to sing a song to myself. Oh, okay. Okay, to distract, and I was of course the song was not coming out because my my body is. Not uh, receptive at that point, <laughs> mm. but I'm singing a song. I'm I'm distracting myself, not looking at the challenge or not looking at what is in front of me. What I'm mm. looking at is now, this moment. Okay. How do I just distract myself? So I continue, continue to stay distracted, mm. and then the small stretch of that five kilometer, which is like five kilometer in that area, is like one hour. Mm. So. That stretch passed on because I kept talking to myself. I distracted okay. myself, Got so it. I pushed my. मतलब I was I my mind became my companion. So I made friendship mm. with them. I told my mind, "Come on, guy, come on, mind. Let's do it together." So like yeah, in that yeah. sense. Got it. Got it. So it seems like you know uh, specifically on this particular uh, aspect where it you know you suddenly you're, you're freezing, you're not prepared for it. It was just about continuing to just stay focused on moving forward, yes. not giving up, right? Sure. And uh, not panicking, uh, right? But I, I guess you had the gloves and you had enough uh, warm material to keep yourself warm, right? Right. Uh, but what you're saying really is that even spite of having all the you know stuff, uh, you know, material to keep you warm, your mind can still switch off and say, "Oh my God, I'm panicking. I'm cold. I'm getting freezing." But you kept going, and then after that five-kilometer stretch, things started probably getting better, yeah, and you know yeah. you were, you you passed that stage, right? Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Makes sense, makes sense. Terrific. So, and you completed that in thirteen hours, and then you were planning to do the the La Ultra. Uh, so this was a qualifying event for that, correct? No, La Ultra qualifying event was Garwal Run, which happened during COVID, just before COVID, two thousand nineteen. So okay. That was Dharadun and Dalauti, and this is uh, a different run. This happened in June twenty eighth. Okay, okay. So, are you still planning to do the La Ultra? So there, there are so many challenging runs in India now. Okay. That uh, I mean, the, so my next run, which I'm really preparing for, is the border, which is coming up on December, uh, I think fourth. Yeah, December fourth, which is Jaisalmer mm-hmm. to Longewala. It's very historical. Relevance to that run. So it's, this is the only run ultra in India which starts at 12 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh wow! In extreme heat, uh, heat and then it, the the temperatures change rapidly and it moves to 
sub zero or somewhere in that whereabouts. So that cutoff is 16 hours. So that is what I'm preparing for. But my next hmm. really big goal is to is is to stand on the start line of comrades South Africa next year. Hmm. Yeah, that's that seems to be on a lot of people's bucket yeah. list. Right. The comrades. Right. right. Nice. And, and so this border run uh, again is it uh, more in the desert? Uh, you said Jay Salmer, so it must be desert. Yeah. It's a desert. It's it's an end-to-end run, so there is not a mm. point run. It's a, it's a it's a full-fledged run. It's on the road. It happens on the road, not okay. on the desert. But it's a desert. Jaisalmer is a desert, so you in the afternoon the temperatures can be really high up. So you right. have to factor in that during your training, right. and then it can get cold. So you you have to adapt yourself to the terrain and to the complexity of the environment. Mm. Terrific. Uh, you know, while um, clearly your life uh, has uh, changed dramatically, right, over the last 10 years in uh, as a as someone who's been very sedate, busy working, eating mindlessly to someone completely uh, a different pers- person now, right? Uh, so um, uh, one, um, nutrition, you know, uh, how's that changed for you? Your, eat- your eating obviously has changed, but w- what is your point of view on that now? See, I think, uh, so there are three pillars of health. One is nutrition, one is uh, fitness, exercise, and the third one is the sleep. I mean, sleep mm. is, of course, the most underrated pillar of good health. So nutrition is a key, especially in India, what happened, everything is adulterated. Even the milk which you have from the cow is adulterated. Even the vegetable mm. you're buying from the market is adulterated. So there is nothing called mm. clean. Earlier, during our grandfather's time or mother's time and all, father's time and all, the food used to be directly come from the farm. Mm. Now it comes in a, in a transport, in a transport lorry from Chandigarh mm. to mm. a small, you know, in a uh, stockist warehouse somewhere in Pune. And from that warehouse, mm. it comes to the shop. It lies in the shop. So the, the pro- mm. essential mm. property of that stuff changes over a period of time. Mm. So whatever you are having, even the air you breathe is adulterated. So you can you cannot eliminate. You have to mitigate mm. it. You have to mitigate mm-hmm. it mindfully. So mm. always eat clean. So I always I stayed away from junk food. I I complete junk food. No aerated drinks. I think the best drink is water. Uh, water mm. is the best drink. So three four liters of water daily. I have a lot of vegetables in my in my food and fruits. Sugar I completely stopped eight years back itself. So when I was going through a transition of weight reduction, I stopped processed sugar, white sugar, I don't take any more. So mm-hmm. eating mindfully is a key, but more than that, being cognizant of what you're eating. Most people do not know that tomato ketchup is bad. So they will mm-hmm. have a sandwich and they will start pouring ketchup onto it. So most people don't know that biscuits are not good early morning. With your chai, you you put your holidays. So, how, how do you make? How did you come to some broad brush uh, principles that allow you to make better decisions on a day-to-day basis? Like trial you also error. travel quite a bit, right? How complete do you do that? Trial, a complete trial and error method. Trial and error. Everything hmm. trial and error method. There's hmm. nothing I knew about it. Nothing. Everything hmm. I because our body is an engineering marvel. Okay, it's, it's, it has got the engine of a Mercedes Benz. But everybody's body mm-hmm. is different, right? The body is unique mm-hmm. to each other. So what mm-hmm. may suit mm-hmm. me may not suit you. And and what mm-hmm. most people do, the mistake is that they, they short circuit. They mm-hmm. try to take salad. I mean, salad is not sustainable. You can't have salad for the rest of your life. You can't go and crash mm-hmm. that for the rest of your life. 
So there's yeah, no yeah. quick fix to it. I mean, it it you have taken it taken so many years for you to get that weight, right? That fat mm. accumulate. It won't go in a day. So most mm. people, what happen when they don't see immediate result, they give up and say, yeah, and they again take the vengeance on the food itself. <laughs> okay, I said, chill up. Kuch hua nahi, to let's have more. So I think what people should do, people should just moderate. If you're having four chapatis, start with two. Hmm. Don't try to reduce all four and then move into salad. It will not work at all. And hmm. then try to figure out what your body needs, what is your body wants. So before that, I will advise. How do you do that? So can you talk to that a little bit? Um, uh, you know, uh, like how did you specifically, uh, uh, you know, figure out what to uh, keep out? Like for example. You you chose to keep uh, processed sugar out, right? Um, you seem to also have moderated the amount of food you're eating, uh, but you're also an athlete, right? You're also doing a lot of uh, putting a lot of effort, uh, stress on your body. So, uh, what have you? Uh, what is your formula now? What's working for you as an ultra athlete uh, and someone who wants to eat healthy just not to stay uh, you know lose stay thin but also just overall as healthy right so what what have you come to as as your template for for so i tried vegan diet and it didn't work for me at all so mm. i understood that my body is not responding well so I, so end of mm. the day whatever i'm consuming i'm consuming because i want to enhance my performance so mm. i want to I, I want to be more competitive in, in sport. Right. I don't want to finish runs. I want to excel in that. Okay. So right. I'm looking right. at how it will enhance my performance. So vegan didn't work for me. So mm. I, I ensure that I have good protein because protein is important for muscle building and because mm. I run long distance. So I have eggs. I have eggs is my go-to thing. Mm. I have uh, I have meat, but not red meat. Red meat I stopped, but I have chicken and I have mm. a lot of fish because of omega-3. Okay. So I don't take supplements. Only when I'm running long distance, uh, because I want to refill my uh, carbs, I take the gels. That gels mm. also I experimented and found out this one suits me. So I will. My summation is that protein is good. So don't mm. try to take any any simple carbs. Like if if you mm. want to get simple carbs, people drink a Coca Cola. They will give you instant energy, but mm. that's not long term consequences. Your energy will completely get drained down. So when I was having mm. sweets, I was finding mm. that it was it was it was inversely proportional to my performance. It's not helping me at all. So when I was having okay. rice, I used to get bloated. It was not helping my performance. Everything I was drawing a symmetry with my performance. So I experimented mm-hmm. with the food. I found that this is helping my performance. This food is mm-hmm. helping me. So it's like every single day I'm working on that nutrition. I can't say I've mastered okay. it. Mm-hmm. No one can say that in, in the real sense. But one thing is for mm-hmm. sure, you have to avoid package, process and preserved food. So mm-hmm. like you are buying, you know, packet of frozen uh, uh, french fries that's not good you are mm. going to a cinema hall and you are having a bucket of popcorn and you have a cocoa and sitting in that chair for three hours not good mm. you're sitting mm. in a chair and working for 10 hours not good because movement is very important so in yeah. olden okay. times people used to go travel kilometers for food now mm. food is searching for you yeah yeah, yeah. Those those days it was uh, diseases of poverty. Now it is diseases of pro- prosperity, <laughs> right? <laughs> Back then people were dying because of uh, virus and bacteria, and yeah. you know, and there was there wasn't enough food, so you had to work hard. But your but uh, your heart and your lungs are okay, I guess. <laughs> now it's the other way around, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Make, makes complete sense. 
and and in terms of your um, training right and uh, so you seem to be putting in a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, hours on training so how many hours do you train in a week that is very specific to the to the runs competitive runs as sign up mostly hmm. mine is long distance ultra so i look at uh, easy runs 80% of my runs are easy so i do hmm. an aerobic zone 80% runs i, I only do about threshold 15 20% and always my runs are 70% of race pace because i want to conserve energy for the big day so hmm. if i'm doing a ultra say if i'm doing a 100 km if i'm planning so before 3 months i will i will prepare for that and i will hmm. try to hit a monthly mileage of 350 400 km Hmm. and with good tapering because i know one okay. good thing which i have understood is the science of recovery which is very important for athletes hmm. Hmm. so recovery is important so my percentage or rate of recovery has has improved considerably because hmm. i do the hard runs hard and the slow runs slow so okay and you have to run slow to run fast yeah makes sense and 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 what about um, injuries have 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 you had to deal with injuries in your journey at all so luckily by the grace of god no injuries so far mm-hmm. nothing okay but in retrospect i i did a very foolish decision by running on overweight at 92 kg just just oh. lucky that i didn't get injured i had lot of mm-hmm. shin pains and calf pain because i was overweight and because mm-hmm. when you overweight what happened the load is uh, entire load comes onto your knee and one thing mm-hmm. which runners must be careful is or work upon is their hip flexor mobility because that's your mm. that's your central unit to your entire performance so mm. i didn't know anything i mean i learned everything yeah. through the ropes by trial and error luckily i didn't get injured but i could have got injured myself very badly so right. to the audience anybody who's overweight uh, my suggestion is that first reduce the weight or go for mm. walks because otherwise your knee can take a beating yeah makes sense and and what about uh, how do you uh, f- like 400 500 kilometers uh, a month uh, and you seem to be almost regularly doing these ultras so you're probably always in the state of training uh, what about when do you t- get time to trail you also have a, tra- a traveling job your family where do you find time so i've uh, how do you find time <laughs> yeah so i've uh, got into that sort of a structured discipline uh, Hmm. So where I sleep off, I sleep off early. मतलब I try to sleep at 9:30 p.m. max. Hmm. Most hmm. days 9:30 p.m. I sleep, and I wake up at 4:30 a.m. I need seven hours of good solid sleep that is required hmm. for me for to recover well. So I don't compromise on a sleep on my sleep at all. So my running is always in the morning. So I okay. I don't do anything in the evening or in the night. So by hmm. by eight o'clock is done. so and then i move to off i will start getting along with the work so it's been like that so and it's working fine for sundays i do my long run because sundays you have more time at your disposal yeah. but uh, this is a uh, this is quite uh, dovetailed into my into my daily routine okay and and so you do find time to be with family during the yeah. evenings so that's that's your i guess that's how you're finding getting up early uh, getting your work down uh, workouts done is what's helping you in not, just kind of not that balance. much time as i want to spend with my family or my family was to spend with me <laughs> not that much time because it's a very brutal sport ultra uh-huh. so there is trade off and there is all these conversations you need to have with the family but uh, hmm. i think it's like it's, i mean it's like that now so let's see they they get they, as long as they get a better version of you they probably <laughs> Are, are I think, uh, already got that 
better version now no I, now is version 1 2 3 4 like that yeah yeah as long as that they see some benefit in it they'll probably okay be okay with you going out and doing these ultras right 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 awesome um so that that's uh, uh, quite quite a uh, bit of uh, topics we covered uh, shahjan uh, obviously very fascinating journey um and uh, you know you seem to have taken the bull by its horns and uh turned around uh, a phase of your life that was drifting like you said you know just purposeless and seems like just it seems like your journey of running has been about taking charge of your life like really getting hold of it and versus just letting it go by default uh that that lot of us have to do when we start our lives we, survival is an issue right. so you start doing things and then suddenly you realize oh my god survival is done now what do i do with my life right and mm-hmm. so it seems like for you that was it and you took ch- took charge of it and i can relate to that it's it's uh, although some of us some of us may not express it in that way but i think most of us who've taken on endurance sports uh, has uh, it has it has helped bring that kind of a structure and a sense of uh, a direction in in our lives right. isn't it right absolutely wonderful Hey uh so you know uh going on to the next uh, part of our conversation I have some fun Q&A round with uh, my guests so uh, you ready for that Sure sure 100% Okay All right so first one that is a favorite question of mine uh, I li- I love I know I know you've given up junk food and you live a clean lifestyle but uh, if you have a choice what is your favorite junk food Tapioca and fish curry may not be junk that's not junk food no. that's, that's purely healthy food <laughs> junk food qualifies as something sinful it's not good for you but it's so good so uh, yummy that um, if <laughs> i don't know i have been running away from samosa for last eight days and there's a joke that you know samosas are uh, following me everywhere that was really something which i like but i gave uh. up on samosa but in noida You turn your eyes this side, samosa. You turn it at that side, samosa. So maybe samosa. I mean, samosas. Yeah. Samosas. Yeah. Samosas. Fried and uh, full of uh, you know aloo inside, yeah. and it's, yeah, yeah. it's 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 it feels good when you bite. That's that's your junk food. Um, the funniest thing someone has said to you about your ultra lifestyle. Okay, I, <laughs> very difficult to remember now. हाँ तो वैन आई वैन आई साइंड अप फॉर दिस ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स स्टेडियम रन माई मॉम से अर्ली uh the most irritating thing someone has told you about your ultra lifestyle not ultra lifestyle but when i was running in calcutta and that time i was obese uh, people used to come and uh, make snide remarks at me uh-huh. they used to tell me that look uh, they used to call me fatso and all and tell me that oh. uh, nothing is going to happen i mean tera kuch hoga nahi but that's fine i wow. mean it's okay so you meet different types of people mm. that's the most irritating thing you ever yeah. heard inside i yeah. i i felt hurt but i never expressed i thought i learned it's 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 a it's a feedback hmm. it's a good feedback we will we'll work on it hmm. 
Okay. What's your favorite running gadget? Garmin. Garmin watch. Garmin watch. Without that, okay. it's uh, like it's like you are naked without Garmin watch for yeah. a runner. Yeah, yeah. And the last question I have, uh, which I ask all my guests, is: If we made a movie out of your life, life story, a what kind of uh, genre would you put it in? And B, uh, who will you hire as an actor to play your character? See, my life journey. Where, that if you want a title for it, it can be from zero to infinity. Already, the title mm. is ready. Mm. And uh, actor, I think uh, Ranveer Singh can play because he is uh, <laughs> okay. can get into that skin of the character. I mean, he can transform uh-huh. himself, or maybe Farhan Akhtar, one of the two. Yeah. Okay. And what genre? Adventure. Adventure come drama. There has to be some. If you want, if you want the movie to sell at the box office, you need to yeah, have a little yeah. bit of romance and drama and some action and some story and everything. Yeah. I myself make movies, so I know that you need to pack yeah, it up, yeah. package it. I mean, just yeah. running it will be like a biography. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Terrific, Ranveer Singh. There's a, a script coming your way. <laughs> All right. Hey, Shajan, that was a wonderful conversation. I think we covered um, uh, a fair bit of ground on your what your backstory is. Uh, obviously, very inspiring. And um, I think the message, at least what I'm, I'm taking away is, you know, if you want to, you know, sometimes dr- uh, drastic goals require drastic action. And, uh, you know, that's what you've done. Um, kind of wrapping up here. Uh, let you have the last word. Any final message that you want to give our uh, listeners before? So we first of all, thank you, Santosh, uh, for this opportunity. I think you're doing a great uh, job in bringing uh, people from uh, various walks of life and spreading the message of health. I think uh, we are in an health emergency. Seventy percent of lifestyle, seventy mm. percent uh, of deaths in India are happening uh, due to lifestyle. And uh, mm. I would uh, urge everybody to take your. Uh, uh, health quite seriously and prioritize it uh, and make it on top of your priority and um, mm-hmm. be happy from within that's very very important because if you are mm-hmm. physically fit but you are mentally weak spiritually weak emotionally weak it doesn't serve any purpose so ra- for mm-hmm. me for, for me fitness is a state of mind it's when physically mentally spiritually emotionally everything works in harmony and uh, mm-hmm. close contact and we have all become slaves to our mobile phone yeah. once in a while it is important to reboot switch ourselves off from the phone and and go into the real world and meet real people mm-hmm. yeah yeah great great message uh, Shajan. Um, uh, thanks again for your time i'll let you go enjoy the rest of the evening um, and then we'll stay in touch thanks a lot sir. thank you thank you bye-bye